0: Good morning. I'm going to spend this walk discussing what relationships mean and, you know, uh, what and how they are labeled. Uh, I am your host, Mariah Gonzalez, and uh, let's talk about it. What are relationships in general? Relationships are just a connection between two people, the types of relationships we're looking into, are friendships, and uh, romantically. I think really what I am noticing in uh, my own community, the college community, is a lot of people are afraid to, you know, um, corroborate that or confirm that, you know, that they're in a relationship, you know, uh, be vulnerable or give that piece of themselves. I think, you know, vulnerability is really, you know, a tough thing to really accept release within oneself because really it's like letting your inner parts out and you're hoping that they don't get smashed into a million pieces. But really what it takes to really establish a relationship is verbally saying it. And I know like, you know, college students and especially I've experienced it where I'm like, oh, I like you, like I want to do so and so. And then it's, like, it gets awkward where, like, you tell this person that you like them, and then there's that gray in between where, like, um, like uh, you both are, like, you know you like each other, but then you don't want to, like, take that next step. And really, to go to the romantic side of it, it's, like, a big kind of, like, not burden, but, like, too much of a big cost to really take that risk. And I don't think a lot of people are willing really to take a risk like that anymore, especially when it comes to relationships in this day and age a lot of people just can't stay committed they're not willing to uh, maintain the work because i i notice a lot of um couples they only last one to two years like if there's like a small bump in the world they're like nah i'm not working i'm not gonna do this 40 to 50 year marriages do not happen without issues or you know um problems and you gotta really like really think about it like when looking at this person I know it's you're not gonna find the one in college maybe you will I don't know but you really have to sit down look at this person and be like I really like this person am I going to be willing to put the work in or am I going to waste this person's time and I think that's a big thing that people do not take into consideration. But on the other side of it like I think I think I'm just gonna bet a little bit like for me like having friends like, I can establish friendships, but, like, I think for me what I struggle the most with is, you know, maintaining those maintaining those connections. And honestly, I think to make this podcast a little more authentic, I think you guys should understand something about me. I am, like, I, I never used to be, like, you know, this extrovert. I never, you know, used to be this bubbly or open. When I was in middle school and high school, I was just very... Closed in my bubble and introverted. I just didn't want to, you know, get out because a lot of people already knew me. But coming to college, it really helped me open, open, you know, like um, break that bubble. And I, I think when it comes to friendships and like going forward, like what I noticed with some people is they don't know how to like make that friend or take that step. It really, it just begins with hi. How are you? Um, I think. It's a lot of overthinking, and honestly, I know I'm a hypocrite because I love my phone, but I feel like if a lot of this generation did not have phones and really, like, we stayed in, like, you know, the flip phone era for a while, I think we would be better off. Like, I think social media, mainstream, and especially mainstream expectations of how relationships should be and what their standards and everything, it's really fucked up the, um... This generation and society, I just feel like people don't know how to communicate anymore. Whether that's you know romantically or just in friendships, and it really just boggles me. Cause for me, I'm like, I'm like, oh hey girl, what you doing? Or hey bitch, what's up? Like, I, like for me, like I used to be very like in social cues. I was a little slow with it in middle school, but after like getting out more and you know experiencing more, I figured it out. And. Um, I think socially when it comes to making friends for me, it's pretty easy, but I I have friends who don't have that easy of a time and it it literally is like, you have to teach them how to do like one steps, one, two, three. And you know, that's okay. But like, I think what people who are trying to make friends, they're not afraid of, they're, they're, they're afraid of taking those social risks and steps to creating lifelong connections. Yeah, I don't want to go like any further than that. But um, yeah, Um, and that's what I would like to achieve with this podcast. This is what I would like to do for this whole generation. And I feel like what is lacking is confidence and, you know, not afraid and afraid of making mistakes and fear of rejection. And I think fear of rejection is a very normal thing, but you can't avoid it. Whether that's, you know, socially, romantically, career-wise, like, you're going to deal with it. And I feel like a a lot of, you know, this generation, too, they're afraid of being uncomfortable. You're going to have a lot of fucking uncomfortable conversations. And if you're going to avoid them all your life, you're never going to grow as an adult. Period. I am used to a lot of tough love from my family and my friends. And I think, you know, on a side note, it's built me into a better person I know I honestly have to work on some things and th- these past two semesters I've taken a lot of accountability when it comes to friendships and realizing that it's not all their fault. I, I have some fault to take account of for when it comes to you know uh problems or issues that arise in relationships within friendships but um but yeah like uh with friendships I've I've learned a lot but um let's yeah but um I think personally moving forward I think the things I would want to teach is if you're standing in the student union or um <coughs> god damn um if you're standing in the student union or you're standing near Gamble, or you know you're at McHugh and you see somebody and you like them try to find something to compliment them on be like Hey, I like your Vans. where did you get them? And then like, blah, 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 blah. And then like, hey, you want to go for dinner sometime? Let me get your phone number. Do not ask for their Snap. Please don't. Ask for their phone number because phone number is like, you know, direct access to somebody. You know what I mean? Like they're allowing you that access to them. So that's a very big thing. I think we're getting too comfortable with Snapchat and Instagram. And honestly, in my opinion, a little bit of a hypocrite because I use both of them. But do as I say, not as I do. I think really what we need to go back to is the phone number because with the phone number they like they can call you and um text you directly and there's no excuse because everybody's on their phone the only reason why i'm gonna be really point blank period is if they don't text you back as if they they're busy they forgot or they simply aren't interested in talking to you or they don't want to talk to you anymore um personally like There are certain people in my life where I just don't talk to them anymore because I don't want to and I don't feel comfortable to and um, that is okay. But we all have to acknowledge where naiveness uh, has its limits and we have to accept the fact that, you know, some people are just not interested in talking to us and that's okay because every experience you have happens for a reason and that's the same for meeting people, you know? I think i want to go further into this conversation and move away from friendships where when it comes to relationships and situationships that's like really muddy water i think everybody has an experience of situationships i know my friends do it's a very frustrating thing and basically the whole thing is it's like both people are emotionally unavailable they are in a gray area where they don't know what the fuck to do and i think that's a really big red flag Like, I think green flags um, would be, hey, I understand you, like, um, in a situation where, like, you tell the person that you like them, um, I think green flags would be, like, their communicative skills. Basically, like, hey, you know what? I love the fact that you're interested in me, but I am in a place emotionally and career-wise where I don't feel like I can provide what you want me to right now. Like, if you could just straight up communicate that, that would be great. I think the majority of women and men in society, and, you know, any other gender out there, they would feel more comfortable and be at ease, be like, okay, hey, they, they acknowledge the fact that I like them, but they're not ready, and I don't think a lot of people, you know, know how to, like, straight up verbally do that, and it's like, it's like, you know, again, vulnerability, and it's just, you know, um, I, I just wish that it wasn't so awkward, but, like, if somebody, you know, can, have those like that green flag of a communication, it would be a lot better. You know what I mean? But um I think other green flags would be like that they show you they're interested. I know I've repeated this a bunch of times in the past, but I feel like it needs to be repeated over and over again because sometimes you could be sucked down into that delusion of like oh my God I have a chance with them. But like they're doing all these things where they're treating you like shit like they take hours to respond or you know they don't really treat you like a priority you know like with the hours to respond but like um like obvious things and um like those are two examples uh one more would be that you know like you only see them during during nighttime or they don't really talk to you or hang out with you in public like those are clear signs that they just don't want to spend time with you and like I think for me like i don't know like it's hard to accept for me at times because i have some crushes but like i, I don't know I, I go with the flow um i'm in a place where like i would love a relationship but i don't need one um and i don't want to settle because uh, i know what i deserve and i know what i want and i whoever's listening to this i want to be that embodiment of energy for you i want you to be like like, I want you, like, if you struggle with confidence and you struggle with having that co- inner coach, I want you to look in the mirror. I don't know. I don't care what fucking gender you are. You look in the mirror and you're like, I am a badass fucking bitch. I am sexy. I am smart. I am thriving. And whatever come, what, whatever I deserve comes to me and I already have it. Like, I think this is a thing I want to, like, add in. Like, I use manifestation a lot in my life, and um, I think what people need to learn about manifestation is not just talking about about wanting it, it's not about, you know, just like, you know, saying like, oh, I want it, but like, you have to put in the work, you have to imagine what it felt, feels, well, what it feels like having whatever that is you want, whether it's a person, item, or place, like a, a house or location, you have to act like you fucking own it. That is the power of manifestation because it's like, it's like when you know, you're asking like the genie or like you know the universe what you want. When you tell them exactly what you want, then it'll come to you. I think that's the, the most beautiful thing in the world is I can always trust in the universe. I'm not religious, but I am very spiritual, and I know that the universe has, has my back. But the one thing that manifestation has taught me is whatever I want, I can attract it and so can you. And I think what I'm gonna end this podcast officially with is be kind to yourself, hold your standards high, never change them, and you know, treat others with respect and understanding. And especially when I wanna teach this to no matter what the fuck they're in life, agree to disagree. Life is too small to argue, and I think the only thing I'm gonna say is, for this podcast, I really wanna minimize politics and other things in general, but I will leave it open to where, you know, in the future, if somebody would wanna come on here, if I could talk to an adult respectfully and we can agree to disagree, I would be willing to talk about other conversations. Um, but all in, in all in all, Uh, I'm signing off for today. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Brian Gonzalez, and uh, let's talk about it.